If you've ever been in a relationship with a narcissist, then you probably already know about gaslighting. But just in case you don't, it's a psychological term that was derived from an old movie in which a man tried to make a woman feel crazy by moving stuff around and the term actually comes from the fact that he was dimming the gas lights in the house and making her feel like she didn't remember doing it herself, telling her she's imagining things. But in psychology, it means that someone's bullied you or pushed you into thinking your reality isn't real. They, they've made you doubt your reality, doubt everything that you know to be true, your perceptions, your memories, your feelings, all this stuff. And they do this in order to bully and control you. The thing is that gaslighting is kind of like a poison. It's kind of like a poison that kind of permeates slowly and it makes you feel like you don't know which end is up and what's going on. It's, it's what they call crazy making. It's something else. So today at queenbeing.com, we're going to discuss how to deal with gaslighting in your relationship or in any relationship. So let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse and toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. So if that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and we'll get going. So the thing that makes gaslighting so incredibly effective as a manipulation tactic for a narcissist is that it causes you the person it's being done to, to actually mistrust your own perception. You could see something in front of your own eyes in the depth of gaslighting and not trust it. It makes you doubt what reality even is and also makes you wonder, maybe I am crazy. So it's a really good way for a narcissist to target you and get more power over you when they've already established a certain level of power and in some cases they use gaslighting to establish the power as in to make you feel like you're not mentally sound enough to deal with stuff yourself. Some examples of gaslighting well maybe brushing off things that should be taken more seriously or telling you that you're crazy or oversensitive or thinking too much or unreasonable or even outright denying things that actually happened. Telling you you misunderstood it was just a joke like we talked about the other day even deliberate overacting or overreacting to things that happen and then jumping down your throat telling you you're too stressed or you're too tired or you're just overthinking it, making you feel silly or making you feel unintelligent. It starts out real small, like I said, real sneaky. You don't always even see it at the beginning. You really go, didn't I, didn't I say, are you sure? You know, you find yourself at first, you're like, this person's crazy. Of course I said this, or of course this happened. But over time, the more insistent they become, the more likely you are to start doubting your reality. And this is the worst thing. Because it's not always clearly abusive, and because very often these little incidents kind of build up slowly over time, kind of like a layer of sand on top of a layer of sand on top of a layer of sand, it's really easy to make you doubt yourself and your perception or doubt how serious something is. So they stir up a whole bunch of mess in you. They, your emotions are all over the place. You feel guilty, you feel shameful. It's really possible when you put all these things together for a narcissist to do some pretty terrible things to you in this situation. One of the worst things about gaslighting is that it's besides the fact that it messes with your head and your feeling of 
sanity and security in the world. Aside from the fact that it can stick you into an unwanted situation, it does incredible damage to your self-esteem and in fact your entire self-identity if it's done over a long period of time. It's gaslighting that causes a lot of the CPTSD we deal with after these relationships with narcissists. And since a lot of us were raised by narcissists or somehow otherwise affected by narcissists in childhood, it's especially easy for people that we're in relationships with today to use gaslighting against us because we already doubt ourselves. We already doubt the world around us. We're already not sure that we're okay to begin with. So how do we protect ourselves? Well, Dana and I discussed this. Take a look. I would try to keep everything in, uh, I have some sort of paper trail. Mm. So like have it all in text messages, on voicemail and email and chat, uh, something that you can go back to because that, that gaslighting, when somebody else starts really rewriting reality, it can just really, you know, spin a person around quickly and it can cause a lot of damage. So, and it's easy to doubt ourselves. Yes. So, um, you know, keeping a paper trail, something that you can go back. I encourage people to write out how you're feeling. So like if you are in a situation that's confusing and you're, you know, you're caught up in that introspection of, is it me or is it them to start writing out like bullet point format things that aren't adding up, you know, oh, this person said that they didn't have children, but then I saw that they actually did have children on Facebook, or they said that they're divorced, but actually they're separated, or that, you know, they said they were an architect, but actually, you know, they're not. So you can keep all of this stuff straight in your mind to just kind of anchor yourself so you can anchor your sanity. And then, yeah, I would start really limiting contact and going, moving towards no contact as quickly as possible. So like Dana said, it's really important to keep a written record of stuff. You can also consider recording things with your phone, keeping a file that way, writing things down. I, I can't tell you how many times I was having a conversation with the narcissist and I actually said to them, I should really start recording our conversations because you literally just said I had a big stupid nose or whatever insult it was and then you literally denied it immediately after. And so when you have some sort of a record, that's one way to maintain your sanity. The written record is especially going to be, and or the recorded record, is especially going to be important when we're talking about things like there might be a situation that could legally be an issue. But even within regular r romantic relationships or otherwise, having a record, even if you never show it to anyone else, is often enough to help you not doubt your sanity, which is really important in this situation. It also allows you to kind of keep track of the arc of the behavior as, as the behavior intensifies, where it happens, things like this. One of my clients once told me that she actually kept a record, a color-coded record of when her narcissist would start fights with her, when he would be nice to her, and it turned out that he was actively starting fights right before his children would visit for the weekend because he didn't want her there while the children were visiting. I found that to be very interesting and very intelligent of her to do that, and I actually made a whole video about it. When you do learn how to recognize gaslighting, you can feel so much more confident in yourself, and, and especially if you can learn to enforce your boundary. If someone is insulting you and saying, I'm just kidding, what are you talking about? You can actually say to them, could you explain to me why that joke is funny? Or if someone is hugging you too much at work and it's making you uncomfortable, you can say, you know, I'm really sorry I never told you this before, but I'm not really a very, you know, snuggly kind of person. I'm kind of a, a my dance space, your dance space kind of person. Or if somebody says, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, you know, touch your butt or whatever they're trying to say, you can say, I know you're saying it's not on purpose and I, I appreciate that, but since it makes me so uncomfortable, could you stop doing it anyway? 
or flat out, listen, I know you're saying this is a joke or that I'm being oversensitive or overreacting. I understand that, but it's kind of important to me. Is there a problem with changing your behavior? Sometimes when you put it to them so blatantly and directly, they almost can't, you know, respond in a, a, a way that's other than what you need to hear in those moments. Obviously, if we're talking about a long-term romantic relationship or a parental narcissist, very often they'll just, oh, why are you manipulating me? You're just trying to hurt me, blah, blah, blah. You know, they'll go into their narcissistic injury and narcissistic rage. But when we're talking about a professional situation or even a friend situation, very often this can work quite effectively. Bottom line, don't be afraid to be defiant. Even if you know for sure that that person is going to become very upset and angry, especially in a personal relationship, stick to your story if you know that it's true. Don't allow them to convince you otherwise. Recognize that the gaslighter is not going to be held accountable, at least not by him or herself. They won't see your point of view and they won't take responsibility for their own part in this whole deal. That's how they roll. They'll never be like, oh yeah, I get it. Or you're right, you have a total point. As much as I would like to tell you that they would, they won't. It's unfortunate, but it's true. So knowing that you're not going to get acknowledged is important and that's kind of why sometimes I just walk away from these people I don't waste my breath or my energy on them logic and reason cannot and will not be applied when we're talking about a narcissist this is important to remember you got to let go of your need for things to change let go of your need for the narcissist to become a different person because they won't become a different person it's wishful thinking it's just making your life harder of course we all want things to make sense of course we all want to be standing on solid ground with the person that we consider you know, our friend, our, our partner, our, our coworker, whatever, but it doesn't work with these people. You cannot expect them to be regular people. You cannot expect them to respect you and your feelings and your needs. You must understand that they are limited in that way. And when you can see them as limitations and you can see that they are limited, maybe it's a little bit easier for you to just kind of turn around and walk away from that mess. But if you can't walk away from it, these techniques that I explained to you today will help. When it comes to gaslighting, the bottom line here is the ground will always be shifting beneath you as long as you're involved with that person. There's no center. There's no rules. The only way that you can maintain your sanity if you cannot walk away from that person is to know black from white, to know up from down, blue from green, whatever. Know the truth. Be strong in the truth. Write it down if you need to, Google it if you need to, whatever makes you feel secure in your knowledge of the situation, of the world around you. Know the truth and stick to the truth. Do not allow a narcissist or anyone else to gaslight you into submission. Don't allow a narcissist to take your life from you and take your sanity from you with gaslighting. You, you stick to reality. Let the narcissist go on and play their silly games and pretend that things aren't as they are. You stick to reality. Let them be the crazy one. This brings me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, have you experienced gaslighting before? How did you deal with it? Are you going through it now? How are you handling it? Share your thoughts, your ideas, and your experiences in the comment section below. Who knows, you might just help another survivor on the same path as you do a little better today. And don't forget, I've done tons of videos about gaslighting and what it's all about. So I'm going to include some links for you above and some links in the description below. Make sure you take a look at those because I've talked about it in great detail from every angle. That's all I've got for you right now. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. 
Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.